0: still here still waiting to see me hanged nothing like a good hanging to drag the rabble in from far and wide you'll never have enough of the way it all went wrong how they left me swinging for nine minutes before i finally choked to death nine minutes is a long long time with the sound of 10,000 voices ringing in your head. The bits and pieces come back in drips and drabs. Some as clear as water, but some I struggle to remember. There's some, of course, I can't forget. My husband, Walter Sly. And some I'd never want to. Young John Dempsey that I loved like i never loved another man. And I remember the market in Carlow Town and busyness of people rushing this way and that, the noises of the horse's hooves on Tuller Street and into the Badejo market, the cattle and sheep. And the day Lily Mackesy's hens and cocks got loose and scarred. (laughs) And the rest of us busted with the laughing. (laughs) And there, in the middle of a hall is me, selling butter and bread that I'd made that morning, part and parcel, of market day in Carlow Town. Are you selling this bread? I'm not here for the good of my health. And it's fresh. Made this morning. you
1: mind if I have a feel?
0: I'd prefer if you didn't. Well, can I feel the bread then, to make sure it's fresh? That neither. It's fresh. It was made this morning. I could take the lot. I wouldn't sell you the lot. Why? Because it'll be wasted on you. You're not going to eat eight loaves yourself. Unless you've twenty children. Neither chicken nor
1: child. Only myself up there on the ridge. But you never know. That might well change. I've a fine strong farm overlooking the
0: Barra Valley. Nothing but the clouds between there and God. God must be very impressed. Rest with the company he's keeping, that
1: uh, You're a very fast tongued woman.
0: You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Are you married, Roman, yourself? I was.
1: But you're not? My husband died. Uh, I, I'm sorry to hear that. And you're not a Roman Catholic.
0: What makes you so sure about that?
1: Uh, the Romans always
0: say, God rest his whole. And you didn't. Aren't your fears past remarkable? Now, do you want to buy a loaf of bread or not?
1: I, I'll take two of them. I wouldn't mind two of them as well, but, but I, I'll take the bread to be going on with. And a pound of butter. I presume I can taste that at least. huh? Mm, it's salty, like yourself. That'll be ten pence. Well, tell me this now and tell me no more. What's your name? Why would you want to know? I'm uh, a fine woman and widowed, And
0: I'm a single man. With drink on them. I've no interest in drunks. And if, if I wasn't drunk? That's a question you'd want to put to me when you're sober. Oh,
1: you're a hard woman. When I have to be. And uh, will you be here next week? I'm
0: here every week. Well, I might see you then. Hey,
2: you never paid me. Who was that fella? Walter Sly, farmer and horse dealer above in the ridge. Wealthy enough man, but
3: fond of the drop. Are you ready to leave?
1: I am, Lily. I'm ready to hit the road.
3: I saw you chattering with some old one.
1: Oh, you miss nothing, Lily.
3: Tell me this, Walt. What would you see in a little woman like that that you wouldn't see in me?
1: I don't know, Lil.
3: How long have we known one another? Fifteen years, at least. And have I ever said no to you whenever you asked? Never. So what have you looking a woman like that, up and down, when you could be looking at me up and down any time you want? Are you not happy with what you see and what you get? Have we not had good times like this on the way home from Carlo? Do I not satisfy you? Well, of course you do, Lily. But... No, no, no buts, no bulls. Have I not stood by you? Have I not defended you when them Connors crowd were refusing to move out of your cottage? Did I not come and tell you when I heard about the white boys been after you? Have I ever gone home of a night when you wanted me to stay? Never. Yet not once did you think of suggesting the two of us might make a pair, Walter. Never once.
1: We've talked about this before, Lily. We're too alike. We kill one another. The best way we can be is the way we are. Good friends and good neighbours. Isn't that enough to be going on with?
3: But you were taken with that woman.
1: Sure, I don't even know her name. But I do know yours. Mm. Mrs Singleton. Yes? We talked a few weeks back. We did? And I said I'd be back. You said a lot of things then, but you never paid me for the bread. Oh, my apologies on, on all counts. Well, thank you for that. What's more... I turned over a new leaf. Not a drop of alcohol has passed my lips in four weeks. and That's why I waited before coming to see you again. I wanted to be sure I could honestly say to you that I'm no longer a drinking man. I I, I hope you believe me on that. Would you consider eating with me this evening after you're finished here?
0: I'll be done here in half an hour. You could come back. If it suits you. I'll be back. And so it went on for months on end Through the high days of summer and the stormy days of autumn And one day when we were sitting in an eating house on Dublin Street I asked him why he'd be looking out for a woman like me for all kinds of reasons
1: it. I could say because you're a businesswoman and I'm a, a businessman And we, we both know how to keep an eye on the pennies and the pounds But that's a, that's a small part of it. You're an attractive woman. You know life. You've you a good head on your shoulders. There's nothing wrong in any of that now, is there? Not a thing, Walter. But we're
0: not always what we see.
1: That's true, but you've seen most of the worst of me, and still we're eating here and talking together. And I won't leave you with the of this time. <laughs> so many things to tell you.
0: You don't know me. We'll get to know you. And I haven't walked out with a man since I met my husband. I was 16 then. That was 40 years ago. We were married when I was 18, and he was dead by the time I was 24. And now, you know what age I am.
1: I have a couple of years and you still. Young ones don't have all the wisdom, and there's no reason why they should have all the fun. Would you like to go to a Christmas concert in the town next week? I'm... Not one for going to concerts. Well, maybe this is the year to start.
0: That's how I remember it. And after the Christmas concert and the dinners and talk, and one Sunday when the spring arrived and the new year was on us, Walter came to dinner in my little house, not far from Tullow town.
1: That was as fine a feed of food as you'd put up to a bishop. And this is your little farm. You keep a well, it's a credit to you. I've always valued what I have. And what's the hold in here?
0: Four fields. The low field, the stream field, the house field and the ladies field. And you'll be the lady? (laughs) Some lady. I don't think too many ladies would last long trying to make a living out of a pair of quarrelsome cows and a scatter of chickens. And a field that floods in winter.
1: Lucinda the giver of light to newborn children. Did you know that's what your name means? She was the goddess of childbirth. No, I didn't. Are you all right? Did Did I say something to offend you? No, no. Just a past catching up. No, s- s- sit down here. Are you sure you're all right?
0: Do you remember I said to you there are things about me that it didn't know. Yes. Well, one of them things was that when I was a young married woman living here and happy with my husband, a couple of years before he died, we had a baby, a little boy. We called him Thomas. And whether it was that I was too easy on him or wasn't easy enough, by the time he reached 15 years of age, I had no control over the things he said or did. And one day, in his 15th summer, I told him if he didn't get hop off his arse and do a bit of work and cocking up the bit of hay we had, that he could be out of here and that I'd never want to see him again. I haven't seen Sightner like him since. That's more than 20 years ago. Give her a light to new born children. I think they name me wrong. No word from him. Not a solitary line.
1: Thomas, he said his name was.
0: Yes. Thomas Singleton.
1: How long are we walking out now Lucinda?
0: A good while.
1: Eight months and two weeks.
0: If that's what you say.
1: And beautiful and all as you are, neither of us is a spring lamb. Huh. What am I?
0: A lowland yo. And you were a ridge ram. <laughs> I might be. Well, huh. that'll be all right.
1: What I wanted to ask you was something different, and I'm trying not to be too circumspect.
0: Ah, oh, You're talking to God again. Talk to me in Carlo English.
1: Would you do me the honour of being my wife? My. Oh heaven's above. No, just you. I take that silence as a no.
0: There's a bit more talking to be done before I give a yes or no. Right. There's one thing springs to mind. This little farm of mine. If I marry you, then it becomes yours unless we agree otherwise. And I have worked too long and too hard to see that happen. Right. If I was to agree to marry the ram from the ridge, I'd be taking him by the horn and leading him to a law office in Carlo, and waiting for him to sign an agreement that this farm and cottage Stay mine till the day I die.
1: I'd have no problem with that. Especially the bit about being led by the horn. If
0: we were to marry. This place is to be let Land and house and the rent is to come to me. Agreed. And if things didn't work out between the pair of us, I could come back here and carry on my life here.
1: If I sign the papers in the law office, will you marry me?
0: Signed and stamped, Now, this is important to me, Walter. Life is a way of changing. I lost a husband and a son. I can't afford to lose this little place if things went wrong.
1: Over my dead body, will anyone take it from you? Now, will you marry me, Lucinda Singleton?
4: This is Singleton. This document guarantees you ownership of your house and your four fields in Tullow. Furthermore, it gives you the right to decide who may rent the land and who may live in the house. And all monies forthcoming belong to you and you alone.
0: Another fella that sounds like he's talking
4: to God.
1: Now, there's someone else I want you to meet. Come on, follow me. Take a look at that young man there sitting near the fire. He's a fine young police constable and he's stationed up in Coon. A married man with a lovely wife and one small child. His name is Thomas Singleton. That man is your son. He's waiting here to meet you.
0: And there he was. And when he saw me crossing the room, he rose and came to meet me. And I took him in my arms and I held on to him and his arms were wrapped around me like the two of us were melted together. And, oh, sweet Jesus. I wish he could put his arms around me now.
1: So here you are, Mrs Lucinda Sly. What does it feel like to be a married woman?
0: I've been a married woman before. Oh,
1: as if I needed reminded.
0: Lavender's blue, dilly-dilly, lavender's green. When I am king, dilly-dilly, you shall be queen. (laughs) And Thomas and his wife will be at your house to meet us.
1: And the baby, your grandchild.
0: I want to thank you again, Walter. ...for your kindness for tracing Thomas.
1: Ah, it wasn't as difficult as you might think. Our paths had crossed a couple of times... ...when the constables from Coombe came over this way... ...to lend a hand in sorting the white boys.
0: Had there been much trouble up this way?
1: Ah, a couple of years back. But a few fellas ended up in Carlow's jail... ...and that quite and the rest of them. How ah, you love it up here. In the summer, the air is clearer... ...than the clearest air you'll ever breathe. Isn't it great to see people at work? Huh? Keeps them out of trouble, keeps them from begetting more children, eh? And this is what it's like in the winter. Have you ever seen anything or anywhere more beautiful?
0: Good weather for lying closer together in the bed.
1: I know, time enough for that.
0: Oh, I don't know. I have a lot of time to make up in that regard.
1: And he did in the winter up here. Horses and sheep to feed and keep an eye on. Summer's a slower pace, and I'm away a fair amount in the summer, wheeling and dealing. Always oh, good to travel far and, and choose well for breeding. This is like balling a slow, great town for horses. Oh, which reminds me, I, I met the rector and his daughter on the road below in Lachlan, and she said to tell you to call down, that she'd like to make your acquaintance. Oh, very posh. Oh, I must. No, don't go inviting the likes of them up here to dinner. I don't think I could stomach that.
2: I'm so pleased to meet you, Mrs Sly. Everyone in the village has been talking about the new lady in the Sly household, but none of them has met you or even seen you. And I'm sorry my father is not here to meet you too, but he was called on to visit a sick parishioner. Well, I'm sorry to have missed him, but pleased to have made your
0: acquaintance. (laughs) I love your dress.
2: Oh, this old thing. (laughs) Thank you. Did you make it? I did. Not many dress shops in this place. Shall we sit in the garden until tea is served? Yes, I'd like that. You have a beautiful garden. All my father's doing. That and his beehives. He hardly has time for the parish between bees and flowers and flowers and bees. (laughs) And is your mother a keen gardener? My mother died when I was three. I understand you lost your first husband when you were quite young. News travels fast. And even faster up here. It's often home before you. (laughs) Lily Mackesy told my father and he told me. I presume Mr Sly told Lily. She's our main source of communication of the local news. I know it can be difficult to settle in a new area and not know who's who and what's what... I've been here a year and I'm still unsure. Tell me, do you read at all? I do. Well, we must exchange our books. There are times when the world seems very far away, even here in Loughlin. But up on the ridge, it must seem further.
0: Walter says our nearest neighbour is God.
2: (laughs) I believe he may be correct in that. Do you like it here? It's not much different from the dozen other places in which we've lived. Perhaps a little quieter. No scandal, no outrage. I shouldn't say it, but sometimes I wish the news Lily Mackesy brought was a little more entertaining. Is that an awful thing to say? Not at all.
0: I think we all need a little scandal now and then to brighten our lives.
2: Exactly, Mrs Sly, exactly. Uh, Lucinda.
0: I've been Lucinda all my life.
2: Lucinda you know, I think we're going to get along really well.
0: And so our lives went on up there, living at the feet of God. It's a different world up on the ridge. The clouds come down to meet the earth. And you can go for days with the winds blowing and not see beyond your hand. When the bar of waters were high, men would sometimes come up from the valley in search of Walter. He had a gift for finding things in the water. In winter, when the madness inside people's heads led them to the river, he was
4: often called for to find the bodies.
1: This is the fourth time they've sent for me.
0: In ten weeks. Don't go, then. Sooner or later, the corpse will rise up.
1: I can't do that. Why not? You can't leave people waiting for days and weeks.
0: If you weren't here, they'd have to find another way. Why do you think they can just walk in here and demand this of you or me? Anyway, I'll travel down with you. You won't like what you'll see. I said I'll travel down.
1: What makes you so hard about this, Lucinda? You're the one that's complaining. I don't do this because I want to do it. I do it because it's expected of me. By who? By me.
0: And what about my expectation?
1: What does that mean?
0: What happened the last time you were sent for, And the time before that? And the time before that again? Who was it lay awake all night beside you? Who was it wanted to feel you inside her but you would no interest? Who was it went for a week and then another and another without you touching me in bed? I married a man, Walter, not an undertaker. It's me that's your wife, not some lunatic that leapt in the river. The town is full of them, but you don't need to be pulling them out of the water. How could a woman take an innocent child with her into the river and destroy it? Least of all her own child. A park into the river if you want, but don't bring an innocent witch And why would you people expect my husband to come down and do this time and time again? Them that drove her in should fish her out. Stop it. Stop it now, Lucinda. Go
3: home. Take the cart and go home. You should never have come down here. Go on home with you. She's a hard, cruel woman, Walter, to say that. And that young one's mother standing beside her. Are you all right? No man should have to do what you're doing. I
1: was thinking of Lucinda's grandchild when I saw the bundle in that unfortunate woman's arms.
3: Why don't I bring you up home with me pony and trap? Or you can come back with me to my house. You can dry off, get something warm inside you before you go back to face that coldness again. Just me and you, Walter. No one telling you what to do.
1: A good woman, Lily.
3: And
0: you're a good man, Walter. I know I spoke out a turn at the river, and I apologise. Something about the sight of that little baby, wrapped up for drowning. Brought back the memory of my own little infants, wrapped up for burying. Something I'd never before talked about to anyone.
1: You had a right to keep your mouth shut and not be making things worse for the woman's family. You had no right to say the things you said. And you'd no right to disappear for
0: three days and nights. I was drinking. And do you know why I was drinking? To get you out of my head. Well, maybe that's all you're good for. Dragging dead women out of the rivers and drinking. There's not much else you've been able to do in the past three months. Uh, Uh, uh,
4: uh, Listen, and listen uh, listen, uh, close
1: to me. Any more of that kind of talk and you'll wish you were being dragged over of the river. And let that be an end of it. i talked to Thomas about getting a girl to help out with the work here. Maybe that'll shut your mouth.
0: But no young girl could be found. He went back drinking through the winter and into the spring. Him and Lily Mackesy. I didn't need to see for me to know. Maybe they were only drinking. Maybe not. And more and more the work fell to me. In the end, Thomas found a young lad. 25 or 6. But looking younger.
1: This is John Dempsey. You call me Mr Sly and you call my wife Mrs Sly. When I'm away, you answer to Mrs Sly and no one else. And don't think you can pull the war over my eyes. Is that clear to you?
5: It is, Mr Sly. I won't let you down. Uh, you won't have to tell me twice to work. Yeah, better not. You let no. And then get yourself a good night's sleep. The
1: settle is made up inside in the back store. We start early in these parts.
0: Whereabouts do you hail from?
5: The Queen's County, Mrs. Ah,
0: uh, Lily, Lily, come in, come in.
3: And how are you, Lucinda?
0: Busy.
1: Get up there, Dempsey, and let Miss Macassie sit down. Finish up your dinner I'm in the store, oh sorry. Go on. Of course, Mr Sleigh. Excuse me.
3: I'm surprised you let a labourer ate with you.
1: Not my idea.
3: Mm-hmm. Hope he'll pull his weight with the work.
1: He'll do as he's bid.
3: Mm, as it should be. Well, fresh and well you're looking, Walter.
0: You'd know. You see more of him um, I do. Long time friends, Lucinda. He's a good man.
3: You'll have something to eat. I won't, but thanks. I wouldn't want to outstay my welcome.
1: I had no right to talk to Lily like that.
0: I had no right to say what I said at the river, and I had no right to say anything to Lily, and I have no right to expect your attention. I've no right to anything, it seems.
1: Always oh, the same old song. Poor
0: Lucinda, hard done boy. And talking, talking of rights. You had no right to expect John Dempsey to leave our table just because that really Mackesy came nosing about the place. My house, my kitchen, my table. I'm beginning to see why
1: Thomas took off and he a young lad. There's enough chairs here for everyone. No one puts his feet under my table without my say-so. And don't you
0: ever get any other ideas. Unless it's the likes of that tramp, Lily Mackesy.
1: She was a friend of mine now before I ever met you. And will be to my dying day. Now never let me hear you blacking that woman's name again. (laughs)
0: this house <gasps> and I'm leaving you
1: You're going nowhere, Mrs Sly
0: I'm going home like I said I would
1: This is your home You have nowhere else to go
0: I'm going back to Tuller
4: toller has gone Tuller's sold The document was never witnessed Mrs Sly and for that reason it had no legal standing. It's as worthless as the paper on which it's drafted. Your husband was within his rights to sell the land and the cottage. There's an old adage and a true one. Make sure every I is dotted and every T is crossed. Now, good day to you, ma'am.
5: could live anywhere, Mrs. Sly, where would you live? Well, the breadth of my
0: experience is Tulla, and here, and it wouldn't be here.
5: But anywhere you ever read of, you're always reading books.
0: Maybe America. The sun shines there a lot of the time. Where would you live?
5: America sounds like a nice place.
0: I don't think either of us would stay here. No. You work hard, John. You could do better for the work you put
5: in. I don't know.
0: My husband is not a kind man.
5: Was he always this way?
0: Not when we married first. He wasn't drinking then. But I hardly remember those days. Even though it's only a couple of years. Do you have a girl?
5: I don't. I never did.
0: You should find one. Though they are scarce in these godforsaken parts. (laughs) Do you know how long it is since someone last did that?
5: I wanted to do that this long time. Did you? I did
0: America where no one would know us and no one would care who we were Would you go there with me, John Dempsey? I would Maybe some day we will Now work to do
1: Stories Lucinda Stories are the first thing I heard when I crossed the Barra. About you slumming and sliding while I was away. But I won't hear these stories again. And do you know why I won't hear them? Because there'll be no more stories to hear. I'm travelling the length of Ireland to keep a roof over your head. And by God, you won't act a whore behind my back. And do you know what it is, Lucinda.
0: What are you talking about? Do you
1: know what it is, Lucinda? I can't decide whether to ride you or fight you.
0: You're better at the fighting, Walter. A lot better. Is that so? Is that what you want, huh? All right,
1: is that it? Is that it? Well, if that's what the lady wants, who am I to deny her? Uh,
0: <laughs> I told you.
1: You are better at fighting. If I had a mongrel pup that didn't do my bidding, do you know what I'd do? Well, I'm going to do it now. Ah! Ah! Now get out, you rotten bitch, and sleep in the shed where mongrels belong. And when you've learned your lesson, and are prepared to behave like a Christian woman, you can ask my permission to come back under my roof.
0: he was going to kill me. Where is he?
5: Sleep. Drunk. He won't do that again. He will. You have my word. He won't.
0: Will you stay with me? John Dempsey. Will you stay here
5: till morning? Of course I will. Of course. Get some sleep and in the morning we'll talk.
0: And you'll stay here.
5: I'll stay here.
2: Father, I want you to see Mrs. Sly now, not later. She's in a very distressed state. She's a very good woman and a good friend of mine. I want you to see her.
4: Oh, very well, Emma. Send her out here to the garden. Good afternoon, Rector. Thank you for seeing me. Yes. Good afternoon, Mrs. Sly. I'm just tending to my bees. Does your husband keep bees? No. He does not. Oh, he should. They're fascinating creatures and so productive. If humans were as productive, we'd be happy people. I'm sure. Come closer. Nothing to fear. They won't attack you. You see? Now, um, what can I do for you?
0: A delicate matter, Rector. Things between my husband and myself are not good. There has been violence. When he drinks, my husband is not a kind man. There have been several times when he has beaten me, when he's been drunk. Um,
4: Alcohol, the root of all evil. Perhaps if we could encourage your husband to desist from imbibing an alcohol and thereby bring about a reconciliation? (laughs) A reconciliation. (laughs) But the wife, as St Paul tells us, is subject to her husband. What has St Paul to say about me? Perhaps if you were to uh, encourage your husband to be a little... More facilitating. That might bring him round. Try that, Mrs. Sly. There's no bringing him
0: around.
4: Marriage is not necessarily a bed of roses. But we make our beds and we must lie in them. I shall pray for you and for your husband. Now, good day to you, ma'am.
1: I don't want you eating in here anymore, Dempsey.
0: Why should he not eat with us?
1: Uh, that's the very reason. Because, because you had asked the question. You need out in the store, Dempsey. You'll have all, all you need out there.
5: Yes, Mr. Sly. No,
0: oh. I could just be sure of him like that. You could? And you'd have no one to do the farm work. Unless you're going to bring in someone like the Connorses and have yourself robbed blind.
1: Ah, Maybe I am being rubbed blind. Meaning? You know bucking well enough what I mean. I'm not talking
0: to you when you're this way. The worst for I'll wear.
1: I'll, I'll be whatever way I want to be, I, and you'll be the way I tell you to be. I uh, get what you got before. eh? You, you think I wouldn't waste my piss on you? Well, I would. It's not what you want again, is it? Is it? It's not what you want. Nice. I think it is.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's enough, Mr. Sly. That's enough.
5: Says who? So. Back off, Mr. Sly. Back off. This'll do no good for anyone. You're both upset.
1: You've a hard-necked, Dempsey. But not so hard a could
5: me broke. I don't, Mr. Sly. I just think it might be time to step away. I, are you threatening me? I'm not, sir. I'm just trying to keep the peace here in the house.
1: Because if I thought you were... I'd whip you within an inch of your life.
5: He's gone.
0: There'll be a day you won't be here. I have to do something. I can't always depend on you.
5: Do nothing. He'll sleep it off the way he always does.
0: I'm not going to let this go on. If the lawman and Carla and the wector in Lachlan are no help, there'll be them that are.
6: Mr. Connors. Ah, Mrs. Sly. What brings a lady like yourself rubbing shoulders with the likes of me? I heard you had rats about your house. Why wouldn't I when your husband threw us out of the cottage we had and forced us into this pit? Indeed. And did you manage to get rid of the rats? I did. I poisoned every last one of them.
0: There's a rat above in our place that needs dealing with.
6: And would your husband not shoot it? He's happy enough to use the gun when it suits him, as I well know. This rat is armed, Mr. Connors.
0: But if I had the poison to deal with it, I'd be happy to do the job myself. And if the rat was gone, there might be a cottage free and a bit of land beside it.
6: I'd be glad to see a corner of the rat, Mrs. Sly. But I know whose door the blame would fall out if anything went wrong. Once bitten, twice shy. I don't want the mutton shunters at my door. There'd be no police. There's always mutton shunters, Mrs. Sly, tracking the likes of me. The poison is all used up, all used up. And I don't want to be hearing any more of this. The less I know, the safer I am. Maybe you should get John Dempsey to do your work. From what I hear, he does the rest for you.
0: And that was what he said.
5: I'd expect nothing better, Connors. He's a coward.
0: Things can't go on like this, John. I can't live with the threat of beatings and humiliation hanging over me. If I could get my hands on what's rightly mine, on the few pounds from the farm and cottage in Tullow, I'd be gone. And I take you with me and leave this godforsaken place and that bastard behind. But he has it all tied up. And I am not going on the road like beggars. Oh, no. I'm not letting him force me to do that.
5: You won't have to. We'll think of some way out. But for tonight and tomorrow, you're safe while he's away. Lie down with me, Lucinda. Pretend we're in America.
2: Ah, isn't this lovely, Walter?
3: You and me, good and merry, journeying together under a full moon.
1: Stop stop up here, Lily, till I I pump the ship. (laughs)
3: Like the old days, Walter.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I know, but not like the old days, Lily. I have a bloody millstone around my neck, and it's dragging me under like one of them unfortunates I,
3: I pulled out of the barrow. Maybe I shouldn't say, but that Jack Adams Connors told me he saw them in a cow shed, and she was touching Dempsey's shaft through his trousers. Huh? And I told you why I saw when I passed in your house the other night. Her and him on the floor without a stitch. Yeah, why don't you throw the pair of them out on the side of the road? Be sure of them for good.
1: It'll come to that if I don't kill the pair of them first. I want to catch the matter, but not until the lambing is done and I've got me worked out with Dempsey. And then I want to blow their heads off, the
3: bastards.
2: Shh, Walter. It'll be all
3: right. Come here to me. Do you feel that heart beating? That'll always be beating for you.
0: You're up at last. (coughs) Where's Dempsey? He's on the out farm, checking the sheep. There's talk of snow. Yeah,
1: snow on November, ha! Huh? And wonders he never sees. Never? Just like you're hoarding and you're riding. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you and Dempsey not being able to keep your hands off of one another. About him bulling you on this floor when I was away at the horse fair. You thought I didn't know about it. But I know. Oh, what is it they say now? Give someone enough rope and they'll hang themselves. I've given the pair of you as much rope as ever you'll need.
0: You believe everything you hear from Lily Mackesy.
1: I never mention Lily. The rats in the gutter
0: are broadcasting it.
1: No Dempsey here now to defend you, either.
0: That makes you very brave. Not at
1: all, Miss Lucinda, slut. Anyway, both of you are here tonight, and when I get home from the market in Carroll, I'll bait in both of your skulls. And nothing will give me greater pleasure. And do you know something? There's not one will raise their voice against me because they know the pair ye for what ye are, pox spreaders. He's gone down to
0: Carlo. And he said when he comes back, he'll do for both of
5: us.
0: (laughs) This time he means it, John. He knows it all about you and me. How does he know? Lily Mackesy, Connors, God knows who else has been talking. Someone told him about us last week. Here on the floor. More than likely Lily Mackesy. We have to do something. If we don't,
5: he'll do for us. He's always shouting and roaring and threatening. He'll do nothing with me here.
2: This was
0: different, John. He never laid a finger on me. That was the part that frightened me the most. We have to have done with this once and for all. I've seen his will inside. Everything bar ten pound is left to me. If he doesn't kill us, he'd change the will and leave we with nothing.
5: And what are we going to do?
0: The white boys. Walter comes home a different road every time he goes to Carlo because he still fears an ambush But the white boys. Even after all this time, he knows they have long memories about him throwing Connors and others out of their cottages. What if the white boys were to catch up with him?
5: Finally. I'm not with you, Lucinda.
0: What if they were to show him? Water's gun is in the trunk under our bed.
5: Us to kill him?
0: No one else would know. We have a choice, John. We can take to the roads. We can be carried out of here tomorrow as corpses. Or we can see justice done.
5: So we lie and wait for him.
0: But we don't know which way he'll come. We wait for him here. And then we shoot him in the yard when he comes home.
5: It's a desperate thing to kill a man, who's in The fifth commandment, thou shalt not kill.
0: Hmm. Thou shalt not steal. That's a commandment too. And I want justice for what has been done to me. And I want you with me. We'll sell this place. We'll go to America, John. We'll take a ship and we'll live someplace the sun is shining. That's what we wanted.
5: It was. It is.
0: I'm not doing this for money, John. I'm doing it. Our oh, hatred for what's been done to me and what I've been reduced to and our oh, love for you. This is our only chance to have fairness and I won't let it go by and I won't sacrifice my life's blood or yours for Walter's lie
2: Andre uh,
1: supper... Where's my supper?
0: It'll be ready in a
5: minute.
1: And all about you, Dempsey.
5: You know what, Mr. Sly?
1: I know it all. When I'm finished eating, I'll deal with the both of you, you
5: hear me? I hear you, Mr. Sly. The
1: both of you. The whore uh, and a Roman rider. Uh, at least she kept the fire going. Like the devoted wife you are. ...prepare you for the fires of hell. It uh, must get cold for the pair of you hearing your pelts on the floor. Where's me supper woman? Uh, uh, I'm going out to put the horse into the stable, And I, I better be ready when I get back.
5: What do we do now? What we said we'd do. I can't do it Lucinda. I can't kill a man in cold blood no matter what.
0: Do you love me, John Dempsey?
5: You know I do. We'll
0: do it. If you don't, he'll kill us.
5: He won't kill us. He's too drunk.
0: Maybe he is, and maybe he isn't. He'll be sober tomorrow, or the next day. The time will come. Do you have the slightest notion what it's like to have your husband stand above you after he's had his way and piss into your face. A man that I do that would kill just as easy. So neither will it God I'm not dead already.
4: You, Lucinda Sly and John Dempsey, are charged that on the morning of November the 9th last, the year of 1834, you conspired, aided and assisted in the murder of Walter Sly at the Ridge of Old Lachlan. First witness is Miss Lily Mackety.
3: In the months before Mr. Sly's death, I frequently saw Mrs. Sly with her arms about John Dempsey. I also witnessed transactions between them.
4: Transactions?
3: I was aware of the fact that Mrs Sly frequently took John Dempsey into a room in her house and locked the door. On the night Mr Sly was killed, I called to his house, but Mrs Sly wouldn't allow me in. I rapped on the door and got no answer. It was just after nightfall and there was a candle lighting. John Dempsey was within... And there was a pistol on the table, too. The shutters were closed except for a very small part where the shutters did not meet.
4: You may step down, Miss Mackesy. The next witness, Miss Emma Bennett. Please proceed, Miss Bennett.
2: Mrs Sly confided in me on more than one occasion regarding the ill treatment she received from her husband. He was a man of most violent temper. She told me that on one occasion she was turned out without any clothing, at night, and beaten with a horsewhip. More than once, Lucinda showed me the marks of a beating.
4: Thank you, Miss Bennett. I can appreciate how difficult this has been for you. The next witness, Mr Michael Co- Ah, Mr Connors! Home from home! Proceed with your evidence. When she... To whom do you refer when you say she? Uh,
6: Mr Sly. She asked me to assist in destroying her husband. I said I wouldn't do it. Not for all the land and car. Of course not. And when Dempsey came to me at a later time, I told him to go away, in God's name, and leave me out of it. He told me the white boys would get the blame. And I didn't tell my wife about this, Your Lordship. I didn't want us getting mixed up in it.
4: Thank you, Mr. Connors. No doubt we shall meet again, and again, and again. Next witness, the co-accused, Mr.
5: John Dempsey. There was blood indeed on a pair of breeches that belonged to me, my lord, but that had nothing to do with Mr. Sly's death. So why are we hearing of your breeches? A week before he died, he was set upon in Lachlan Bridge... Men were beating Mr Sly in the street and I came to his defence. And that's where that blood came from. On the night of his death, we heard his horse trying to be yard and then a shot. And then another shot was fired through the door. And we were warned by a man shouting that we were not to venture out or we'd be killed as well. I took it to be the white boys. They had no liking for Mr Sly. We stayed inside until it was almost dawn and when we ventured out... We found Mr. Sly dead in the yard. Shot through the head.
4: Step down, Mr. Dempsey. The final witness is the co-accused, Mrs. Lucinda Sly. Do you have nothing to say for yourself, Mrs. Sly? Not a word of defence? Very well. Step down. Gentlemen of the jury... You have heard the evidence such as it is. You may retire to consider your verdict. It is now half past the hour of midnight... We have been hearing evidence since 10 o'clock this morning in this most harrowing of cases. I have no doubt, Mrs. Sly, that yours was a life of misery in recent years and that your husband was a man of great violence. However, the jury has found you and John Dempsey guilty of the murder of Walter Sly at the Ridge of Old Lachlan on November 9, 1834 much as it pains me. I have no option but to sentence you both to be remanded to Carlo Jail. My Lord, I ask for a long day before we're hanged. And there to be hanged by the neck until dead at 10 o'clock on the morning of Monday, March the 30th, in this year of our Lord, 1835. And may God have mercy on your souls.
2: there anything I can do for you? Anything you wish me to do? They tell me that John Dempsey will come to speak with you presently.
0: That's all I ask.
2: And the Governor has told you of the postponement until this afternoon? Ten thousand people, he tells me.
0: And more on the way. Coaches delayed in Castle Dermot and Cullen. That's why they put the hanging back.
2: In case someone might miss it. <laughs> Barbarous to think they'd do that.
0: Nothing like a hanging to draw the rabble in from far and wide, Emma.
5: Mrs Sly? Mrs Bennett?
2: I pray for you, Lucinda, and for you too, John. And my father will be here to walk with you at the end, Lucinda. You're a good woman. Your life should never have come to this. My darling boy.
5: I've made my peace with God, Lucinda. I've made my confession to Father Duggan and received penance and forgiveness. I'm prepared to meet my maker.
0: I thought... I might never see you again.
5: I've prayed every day for the last two weeks for forgiveness. For both of us. We have these extra hours, Lucinda, with the delay and the hanging. They're a gift from God. You should pray. I was never happier, John, than when you were lying with
0: me. Never happier.
5: I can't hear this, Lucinda. I have to keep my peace with God. My soul is ready to meet him. I I have to go and pray with Father Duggan. You need to do the same with your own clergyman.
0: (sighs) Do you know what I dreamed last night, John? I dreamed we were in America. You and me were in America. And we were lying in the bed together. You inside of me. And the window of our little room was open. And out beyond the open window the sun was shining on a meadow of long, deep grass. And there were birds flying over that meadow, bright birds of blue and red like we'd never seen before. And I knew when we finished making love, we go out there, walking together across the meadow and into the sun that was as bright as bright can ever be.